Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And I've got some weird stuff to talk to you about. What's new, huh? For one thing, I'm going to give you instructions on creating your own personal minion, which is a spiritual being, to go out there and help defeat the dark forces of Legion. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about, because I have done uh, numerous podcasts about what a minion is. Uh, If you're new to the minion thing, guess what? This is a good day for you, because you can make a minion for anything you want to accomplish, anything you want to fulfill in life, and send it out there. And it will work for you as long as you know what you're doing and you do it properly. So I'm going to go over the most simple form of that and and some other techniques that we're going to use to try to continue kicking the hell out of these dark and evil forces that are imposing upon our freedoms right now. So I'll get to that. Uh, And... Here is something that uh, I've been thinking about for, for quite a while. So let me, let me just go ahead and toss this out here. Before I get into the minion thing. Uh, all right. So last night I did a, uh, well, I was interviewed by Justin Perry. And uh, when I am interviewed nine times out of ten, I just do audio only and a lot of times that's because I'm in an unpredictable spot and it's just a much bigger pain to have to set up a camera and you know get all that stuff right but he has a webcast and he is such a cool guy that I do it for him I you know I plan like this whole chunk of my day and I go you know what for Justin I'll set up this webcast so when you watch me be interviewed by him it's um it's basically like watching a, a tv show like watching a tv interview on on youtube because he owns this youtube channel called you are creators and he interviewed me oh three or three to four months ago and uh well, i just got a huge response from that and he has just such a wonderful intelligent enlightened audience And since then, he and I have been talking and corresponding, and I'm telling you, this guy, Justin Perry, if you don't know who he is, he's like a kindred spirit. You really should go to YouTube and check out his channel. So anyway, last night he interviewed me, and I talked about all this kind of advanced radionics and advanced wishing machine stuff uh and he it's gonna it was pre-recorded so it's gonna take him a little while to edit it and post it i'll let you know when it's out there but it's gonna be really good because we got into all kinds of strange stuff and then he wanted to you know to start talking about ufos and everything but here is another thing that justin and i have in common we both believe that you can very quickly improve your life if you stop watching the news which is almost impossible these days um especially for me you know he can stop watching the news more easily than i can because that uh well he lives on an island frankly and uh he sort of um has to sort of shut down a lot of the noise in the world and have solace i at this point in my life i'm still dumb enough that i'm actually still going out there like almost every day being interviewed and talking to all these media people and i kind of need to know what's going on but i realize that the smart thing to do is what he is doing in fact i wrote about this in my book use the force i'm about to give you a challenge by the way I'm about to give you a challenge. Uh, in my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, I wrote this years ago on page 90. I'm just going to read this passage. Most of us tune into some kind of media when we start the day. This is partly necessary in order to check the weather, traffic, or other conditions that might influence how we proceed. 
However, uh, those messages are always brought to you at a cost. Sponsors. As you know, sponsors are trying to sell you something in one way or another. A seller's livelihood is based on convincing you that you need something. Therefore, you will hear lots of messages that imply in some way that you are lacking something in your life. They seek to sap your self-confidence, suggesting you are in a lower class than you should be. Companies spend millions of dollars every day on psychologists who do extensive scientific research to learn the most effective way to influence your behavior. They have narrowed it down to whether or not you will walk into a store and then whether you will turn right or left or look up or down. We are all rats in a giant capitalistic lab. You must combat this by producing your own customized personalized positive ad campaign targeted only at yourself and from there I go on to talk about the secret to effective affirmations and right now my friends uh, as you know anytime you watch the news it's this is called brainwashing uh, okay, we're not talking about mind control coming from some little black box that's beaming some, you know, bizarro wave into your head. No, it's 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 TV, it's internet. I mean, this is this is mind control, brainwashing, and it's negative, 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 every day, just pounding you into the dirt, and it has become so effective that it is now influencing. Uh, politicians and lawmakers and decision makers so that they are now taking physical action and and restricting a lot of things that you, that really shouldn't be restricted and doing a lot of illogical stuff and doing things that are just damn you know brutal uh, in order to seize power so my point is uh, Justin and I agree very much on the fact that if you can avoid being subjected to this horrific barrage of uh, negativity almost 24-7, then your life will uh, well just improve very, very quickly. And I'm not talking about, you know, burying your head in the sand like an ostrich, but Maybe we need to do that a little bit once in a while to sort of reboot and clean things out. I mean, for example, when I moved down to Puerto Rico, that was one of the things that I intended to do. When I went to Puerto Rico and I lived there for years, I decided I was not going to have a TV. And um, and I felt great with no TV, just not watching anything, just enjoying the island. But to be honest with you, to be honest with you, what happened was... My wife, Lauren, is such a big fan of movies and, and TV shows that, you know, she wanted to watch the things that she liked. And so I gave in and it all comes with the TV. And now we got sucked back into seeing all the negative shit every single day. So here is my challenge. And I'm going to do this and tell you what happens. And I want you to do this as well. Watching the news, which is nothing but negative, 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 is an addiction. It is a toxic, poisonous addiction. It's all bad, bad, dark stuff. They're experts in giving you everything bad they can give you. Can we just go 24 hours without being exposed to it? And I'm and by that I mean you've got to get serious like whatever news programs that you watch or whatever radio shows that you listen to you're you're not going to do it. And and you might not even want to listen to this podcast. That's fine. All right? Uh if you get I mean you you probably shouldn't even get on social media because social media is being, you know, blasted 
Facebook and Twitter and all you know Instagram and all this stuff it's all being blasted with things that are controversial and negative so maybe you should just see 24 can you make it 24 hours without being exposed to any news just to see if something cool happens in your in your life and if you feel better now here's the thing uh, here's the caveat i realize that right now that you need to stay informed because things are changing so quickly you kind of need to know what's happening because every day there's some new rule right there's some new law so i might tell you hey can you go 24 hours and not be exposed to any of this you know news media information social media just stay and then the next day you get up and you walk outside and everybody that you see is wearing mickey mouse ears and a dildo and you say ah shit I didn't watch the news for 24 hours, and now what the fuck is this? You know, thanks, Joshua. Look, I understand. I understand the tendency to say I need to stay informed. I get it. I get it. But have we gotten to the point as a society where we have to expose ourselves to such negativity that we can't go 24 hours without it? You know, it's like any other addiction. Can you go 24 hours without it? Maybe you can't. Uh, I'm going to try. I hope you'll try. Uh, we're not going to have to do it all at the same time. You know, people listen to this show all over the world in various different time zones. So, but why don't you just give it a shot? Unless tomorrow's a day that's really special to you, like you're about to win an Oscar or some shit tomorrow. How about just start with tomorrow? Tomorrow, you break the habit of your routine. So if your habit is to get up and check the news, don't fucking do it. All right? And then just see if you can make it 24. After that, you can get your fix. Okay? You can go back and, and read the news, look at the news, watch the news, listen to the news. But it's going to be interesting for me to see how many of you can and are willing to do it for 24 hours and then tell me if it made a difference. Like, did you do you did you feel better? You know, so anyway, I'm calling this the 24 hour no news challenge. And it's up to you to start it. Ideally, tomorrow morning when you wake up and just see what happens. Just see if something, if your life improves by not being beaten down with this negativity. And this is a darn good time to do it because here in the United States of America, you know, here we are about three uh, months from an election when everything is getting really nasty, as nasty as possible. And who knows how nasty it's going to get. And even if you don't live in the USA, trust me. <laughs> Whatever happens here is going to affect you. We all live in a bubble here. All right? So I want you to think about that. Try it out. Write it down right now. Make a note if you need to. Try out the 24-hour no news challenge, and let's just see what feedback I get. All right. So here's the next thing. For those of you who are working on trying to defeat the darkness that's that's moving in that's trying to enslave your mind right now uh, i have two pieces of advice for you the first one is okay in this next stage of our operations i think that you need to create a new minion and let me clarify for you what a minion is it doesn't matter how artistic you are or are not. You take out a piece of paper and you draw a creature. It doesn't matter if it looks more like an animal or a person or an alien or the blob or, or something totally abstract that I can't even imagine that you're able to come up with. And again, your your talent, your level of talent and skill does not matter. Draw a picture of a creature 
that represents to you the concept of defeating globalists and bringing freedom. So for some people, that might have horns and big vicious uh, teeth and a, a, a tongue, you know, dripping saliva. And for some people, it might be a warm, beautiful, radiant spirit that's sending out love. It just depends on, you know, who you are, where you come from, and how you view, you view the world, right? But draw the closest thing you can draw on that piece of paper to this character that you think looks like the type of figure that would represent defeating the globalists, bringing freedom, destroying the evil powers of legion. And then, once you've completed that, you want to write at the top of it the goal. So you might just write something as basic as defeat globalists bring freedom. Like that's your mission. You're looking at this drawing and now you're charging it with the purpose. And now you look at this drawing and you say, I have created a minion. So this is giving life. This process is giving life to that drawing. Very similar to creating a tulpa. And at that point, you want to also give it a name. So you want to write its name at the bottom. And the name can be anything you want. You can call it freedom. You can call it um, abracadabra. You can call it oogly boogly, whatever the hell you want to, okay? So you've got this picture that you made of this thing. And at the top, you've got its mission written in your language. And at the bottom, you have its name written. And then you set it up in a very respectful manner on a table or something like that. I think it's nice to light a candle. And, and the reason I say that is because a lot of people don't light a candle every day. So it's kind of a special little thing. And anything that makes it feel a little more special and breaks up some of the monotony is good. So maybe light up a candle. Maybe some incense. And then you want to just sit back and you want to look at that thing that you've created. Look at the drawing, look at its mission, look at its name, and just meditate on it for a few minutes. And then speak to it out loud and say, I am giving you life. And here is what I want you to do. And at that point, you just read the mission statement, which again could be something as basic as, I want you to go out there and defeat the globalist and bring freedom to the world. And then you say thank you. And you sincerely say thank you. The final step is you've got to give it some nourishment. Some would say, a sacrifice. So, for example, let's say you like to eat apples. So, take one of your favorite apples and put that apple down there in front of it. I will be honest with you. I like to eat beef jerky. And there's a very particular type of jerky that I like. It's not actually beef jerky. It's either chicken or turkey jerky. But it's hard to find, and it's expensive, and it's very moist. And so, when I create... Uh, minion I go and I'm like you know what that's something that I would like to eat so I'm going to give this big ass nice piece of jerky to this minion so make it meaningful now here's what I mean by you give it to it you take out a plate could be a paper plate could be a plastic bag whatever you put your little treat in there it could be a beautiful flower that you like and you're like oh I love this so much I hate to cut it but, you know, whatever you like must be good. So give it. Give it to your minion. The minion gets the treat. And then you take the picture of the minion with its name and mission. And you put it on top of the treat that you've given it. And you place that somewhere quiet. Somewhere where it would not be disturbed for three days. After the third day, you can take that treat and throw it in the garbage. 
and then you take that picture of the minion and you put it on your wall or somewhere like that where you will see it or are likely to see it on a regular basis and that is how you create a minion so I hope that everybody listening to me will do that okay I just told you how to do something that doesn't cost you really any money you got to give up a little something or other you like in bartering here but but you know it's not like I'm asking you to buy some five hundred dollar you know device or whatever I'm just telling you anybody can do this so I expect every single one of you to make a minion if you're tired of the bullshit that's going on here right now here's the second thing I want to tell you I have multiple wishing machines and I'm gonna make this brief because I think that most of you listening to this podcast have a wishing machine but I know that some people don't Um, if you only have one wishing machine and you've got it focused and tuned right now to defeat the dark powers that are trying to take away our freedom and and convert us into this enslaved state of fear then great you know just just leave it exactly like you've got it you might want to retune it once in a while update it with some new images some new words keep kicking the shit out of this fucking like evil force that we're dealing with but if you have more than one wishing machine and you might might consider doing this take your other wishing machine and I want you to represent on it what you want to happen before this year is over. So what I mean by that is right now, none of us are living a normal life. So why don't you find a picture of you smiling, living a normal life? maybe you're at a bar with some friends or a birthday party or a wedding or the birth of your child or you're just doing normal stuff like we were doing a year ago find a picture of you doing normal stuff living a normal life with normal freedoms and print that out and put that on your wishing machine and tune your wishing machine to that and if you're the type of person who likes to manifest things using other methods like wands uh, or you know whatever your thing is uh, you can also incorporate what I'm telling you into that if you have a prayer board print out a picture of you being happy living a normal life having normal freedom and put that in the middle of your prayer board and continue using it every single day so those are the two things that I'm asking all of you to do right now to combat what's happening the next three months are going to be incredibly crucial Uh, they're gonna get rough uh, and they're I'm telling you I I hate to have to say it but they're gonna get rough and uh, you may not have to experience it though I am a firm believer that there are forks in the road and some people are going to go down one fork and experience some bad stuff and some people are going to go down another fork and it's going to be better for them so if you were not paying attention to everything that I just said please rewind this and listen to it again it's that important if you want to get through this and come out well on the other end Now, when it comes to energy manipulation, and that's ultimately what we're talking about, there is so much wonderful work, beautiful, fantastic, inspirational, educational things that we could be doing right now collectively as humanity don't I mean do you ever really stop and think about that like if we stopped letting all of these media people and politicians constantly try to divide us and conquer us 
we could all work together like you pretty much do every day of your fucking life and we could we could create fantastic uh, positive achievements and you know right now it's like the stuff that's happening with with going to outer space you know for example spacex sent the astronauts up there privately and they came back in in one piece and you know that's a good thing that's happening right now but uh i mean i I know that it seems like a waste of money because you're like well what good did that really do but i don't know i mean i guess ultimately it's moving us closer to a better civilization but that doesn't get you know the (laughs) the top billing we could do so much great stuff if we all just stopped and we thought a little bit more about the fact that we really are in the most generic term uh self-contained bubbles of energy you are an energy being i'm an energy being and i guess you know uh two over two years ago when i discovered this what they call a time warp here in the las vegas area on my way to area 51 i was using a device called the dt meter or the differential time rate meter invented by ron heath who lives in silicon valley and spent most of his life working on projects regarding technology i've met him in person i've interviewed him on this program great guy you know super intelligent and open-minded he's at this point now in his life where he can experiment with all kinds of things and i just wanted to tell you that he sends me packages from time to time and i'm not being paid to tell you about what i'm about to tell you or anything but he he sends me packages because he comes up with these like weird little things you know that he puts on ebay to sell and so he just started creating these coasters i have one in my hand right now and they're orgon coasters and he said if you take one of these coasters and you put it under a bottle of wine that it tastes much much better and maybe you can do that with other things so he sent me one of these actually he sent me like two or three of these coasters he has some different designs and i took one out and he's used this i guess a 3d printer here to create this really special sort of pyramid design that's uh, replicated inside this coaster it looks really cool so what i did was uh put it up to my forehead he said put it up to your forehead for like 30 seconds okay i put this thing up to my forehead for 30 seconds and all of a sudden it felt like that there was something crawling on my forehead. I describe that as an electrostatic sensation because I've done so much electrostatic work, but it actually started feeling like after 30 seconds, I would take this thing and kind of move it clockwise and counterclockwise. Again, this is just a coaster that you'd set a drink on, right? And, uh, and, and I actually felt like my bangs were moving on my forehead. So I'm going to be experimenting with this thing more and seeing if some kind of positive result can come and you know he made it for improving the taste of wine but who knows what else this can do so i'm going to give his website out uh his website is rhwebco.com rhwebco that's r-h-w-e-b-c-o rhwebco.com and you'll see these coasters that ron heath has made And I'm telling you, this guy, he is brilliant. He's a brilliant engineer. He's made stuff for me that I haven't even talked about on this program, stuff that, like, nobody else could ever make. Uh, And so I think you should check it out, rhwebco.com. And look at it. It's called Orgon Breeze, and that's spelled O-R-G-O-N-E, Orgon Breeze. Or you can just go to eBay and type in Orgon Breeze if you actually want to buy one of these things and experiment. O-R-G-O-N-E, Orgon Breeze. So thank you, Ronald Heath. 
Uh, very cool. I'm going to be doing a lot of experiments, and I'll let you guys know soon what I come up with. rhwebco.com. Let me tell you how great that my audience and listeners are. I got an email today from a guy named Andrew. I won't give out his, his last name. And he sent me an audio clip of Art Bell talking about acquiring, actually, um, well, yeah, I guess, Art Bell talking about Carville the Alien. And this is like a three-minute clip. Maybe it's like three and a half minutes or whatever. But this is Art Bell on Coast to Coast AM, presumably with Carvel the alien statue standing next to him. This is the alien statue that they say comes to life at night, right? So the alien statue is next to him, and here is Art on the national airwaves talking about how he ended up with Carvel the alien. Andrew found this clip and sent it to me. And obviously, in I think it was my last podcast, I was saying, you know, uh, here is the, like the definitive history of Art Bell's alien. ArtBellAlien.com, ArtBellAlien.com. And you can go and you can see all the pictures and video and all the provenance and listen to all kinds of shit. But I wrote him back and I said, Wow, this is awesome. I've never heard this clip before. Obviously, I'm about to play it for you, all right? But but this is the weird thing about this situation. You would think that, well, this is a guy who listens to this show, uh, as in Joshua P. Warren Daly, a guy who listens to my podcast, who heard me talk about the website and Carville and then found this clip. That's what you would assume. It turns out that's not at all what happened. After I thanked him for sending me this clip that I'd never heard, he wrote me back and said, like, this is so weird. What a coincidence. Turns out that he, today, had just been on the internet listening to old Art Bell stuff and heard Art talk about the alien and sent that clip he recorded and sent that clip to me only afterward did he go and download some of my newer podcasts to his ipod and saw that i my last podcast i'm pretty sure it was my last one i have so much going on i'm shooting tv shows and shit but i think my last one was all about art bell's alien and i think what he said was he felt like a fool i think that's i think that was the word he used let me see i've got his email here in front of me and uh yeah he says i felt like a fool because I was too late. So he sent this to me, uh, understandably, assuming that, well, surely Josh has got this. And yet I did not. Now, when things like that happen, you tell me how you cannot believe in the power of synchronicity and destiny and things that all kind of click and come together at the same time, right? So anyway, thank you so much, Andrew. Uh, and I'm going to keep up every, you know, every time I get new information about the provenance of Carville, I will be adding it to the website, artbellalien.com. But here you go, folks. Here is the late, great Art Bell talking about on Coast to Coast AM, his experience with Carville the alien statue they say comes to life you may recall it was on a year and a half ago then i went to wabc in new york do you all remember that when i went back to wabc in new york well met a whole bunch of people there uh in fact uh, met curtis there and of course phil boyce the program director of wabc and at wabc is a very special thing to me because it's uh yeah i grew up with wabc anyway 
in the WABC studios, Rush Limbaugh has a personal office. <laughs> personal studio, you know, where he does his broadcast when he's in New York. And when I walked into Rush's studio, I went, oh my God, that's an alien. And here was this great big wooden carved alien, a gray alien. And I said, I've never seen this. What's this doing in Russia's studio? Why would Rush have a big alien, a gray at that, in his studio? And we never figured it out. And, um, and everybody was laughing. I was laughing and laughing and laughing. I said, no, it can't be, not Rush. But it's true. This alien sat by Rush as he did every broadcast from New York. Anyway, the alien had its, I don't know if you could say hand, it's not human, right? But it's uh, extremity um, out into the air. And so, <laughs> uh, my wife and I left, uh, I think, a $5 bill and a cigarette in its little claw. <laughs> we left when we left. Well, at the Radio and Record Seminar, uh, Randy Michaels, who is the uh, uh, CEO of uh, uh, Clear Channel Radio, surprised me. You know, uh, he, he got up, and I'll be damned if Rush has not sent me as a present for coming back on the air, this incredible alien. This <laughs> from his office. Rush sent this to me, and Randy Michaels uh, delivered it to me. And they gave it to me up on stage, and I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. Here was Russia's alien, which had been sent along with his best wishes, you know, for coming back on the air and everything. Thank you very much, Rush. And it just totally blew me away. And so you'll see me up there on stage commenting on the first series of pictures. And then I was, uh, you know, these things just happen spontaneously, and I don't know why I did it. But I ran over and I hugged the alien. <laughs> we've got that photo. So we've got a combination of uh, pictures that were taken by my company photographer and uh, also some other photographers. It's kind of a mix. In fact, uh, my wife was photographer. I've got a shot up there of Phil Henry and myself. Uh, there's a shot of uh, Phil Boyce, of uh, the program director of WABC and myself. So all of those photos are up on the website uh, tonight. I didn't want to do it until I had them all. They're not all properly labeled. We'll probably get to that eventually, but they just went up before airtime. So that's up on the website. Now let me give you another reason to go to the website. Uh, the second item is spectacular... Boy, it's getting slow already. Uh, spectacular aircraft photographs. Pretty cool, huh? So obviously... <laughs> The provenance of Carville Art Bell's alien statue is, oh, it's as airtight as you can get. And that is why I wanted to put together that website, artbellalien.com, to make sure that why I had all the information, uh, while I had all the information in front of me and all the pictures and everything was fresh in my mind, I could get that confirmed. And as you know, I would never sell Carvel the alien. Um, as I mentioned on, on the website, I mean, I would consider selling the alien to um, a very reputable institution. But right now, he is in my care, and Lauren and I love him like he's one of the family. And one night, I'm probably going to get abducted because of it. So <laughs> so here's the next thing that I want to tell you about. And, and again, thank you to Andrew for sending that to me. And if you have any information, don't just assume that I already have it. You know, send it to me. I'd love to have whatever you've got, especially if somebody out there has Rush Limbaugh talking about the alien on his show. I'll pay you for that. If you send me a clip and you actually have rush limbaugh talking about it because supposedly according to darren hussey the guy who made the statue uh rush limbaugh talked about it on his show and if you have a clip of that i'll pay you for it just go to joshuapwarren.com and you'll find all my information or just email contact at joshuapwarren.com now 
I have been talking about psychotronics and I mentioned that when the esteemed psychologist and parapsychologist Dr. Stanley Krippner went to what was then Czechoslovakia and spent time with the mm, curious and eccentric inventor named Robert Robert Pavlita um, he he talked about and I don't have it right in front of me but best I recall Pavlita using something like a small metal wand with a ball on the end in order to uh, to produce some effects like making a compass move and so I've been playing around with some psychotronic shapes and designs and I got an aluminum tube and a steel ball and I rubbed it around on my right temple for a while and then held it next to a compass and if you want to see what happens well all you all you have to do is go watch the video I videotaped it it's like a 20 something second video uh, if you go to Twitter and follow me there at Joshua P Warren at Joshua P Warren you will see this video I haven't posted it yet on on Instagram but you know I do have an Instagram account and that is shadowbox ENT but the main thing I want you to do is try to keep up with me on Twitter and uh, so now look I'm not saying that this wand that I made uh, is what Pavlita was making because the the details of what he made and how he made it are very very scant um, there's a, a researcher uh, basically a retired nuclear engineer in Hungary named George I want to call him Edge <laughs> I want to call him George Egley. Uh I think that's how he pronounces it and he invented something called the Egley wheel which is um, a psychotronic well it, it's a training device it's, it's like a telekinetic training device it's sort of like a you know a fancy version of a pinwheel that you can spin around I watched an interview with George Egley on um, YouTube and he spent uh, time with uh, Robert Pavlita and uh, Egley did not speak uh, Czech and and uh, Pavlita did not speak Hungarian and so they had some communication issues but he said that you know one of the interesting things about Pavlita's devices is that the Russians were definitely very interested in taking all this seriously but that Pavlita visited Egli's house in Hungary uh, I think he said four times and three of the times he couldn't get anything notable to happen but one time like all kinds of crazy shit happened he said that Pavlita was very easily affected by the weather that if it was too rainy or stormy that would be a problem if it was too hot that would be a problem and so and and yet Egli says you know definitely you know this guy had this you know some kind of brilliance that he was you know he, he just miraculously stumbled onto some discoveries and maybe it just comes from his work looking into these alchemy books from Prague but that basically um Pavlita was so secretive that he, he took a lot of this stuff with him to the grave and that um, it definitely seemed to be mind powered so what I mean by that is okay if I take a cheeseburger and I put it in the microwave and hit the start button it shouldn't matter if it's rainy or hot or what the humidity is right it's supposed to do the same damn thing every time but these are mind-powered devices so they remind me a lot of radionics and psionics that uh, the user is an important integral part of how these systems work that sometimes Pavlita stuff would work and sometimes it wouldn't and it makes you wonder well what if Pavlita was just some kind of telekinetic psychic and you took the whole system out of the picture would things have worked just the same or were these things really enhancing what he was doing I don't know I'm trying to figure that out that's why uh, 
I am so interested in the work of Dr. Stanley Krippner, who was really the only credible American scientist to go over and witness Pavlita's um, devices. And so I'm doing a lot of work digging into what he discovered there. And I, I should have something something more on that for you very, very soon. Um, in fact, you know what? I think maybe tomorrow or the next day, sometime soon, in the next few days, if all goes well, I'm going to have a very special surprise for you on this podcast. And that is why it is important for you to make sure you stay updated. Um, as I mentioned in my last podcast, I can only, you know, send out so many e-newsletters, so don't just wait around for an e-newsletter. You got to follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren or be a Facebook friend or something like that in order to get updated on when I'm going to have these new <laughs> crazy things coming out. And that's also one of the great things about being an independent podcast is that... Um, it's a little harder to find and so that gives me a better selection of people in my audience and because that you listen to this show i really hope that you will continue supporting me you've been doing a wonderful wonderful job keeping my haunted Asheville ghost tours in the number one position in the usa today poll of America's Best Ghost Tours. We're number one right now. And that's because that every single day you go and you vote. And, you know, this is going to continue until August 24th. So we have a ways to go. But it's important every single day, if you like what I do and you support me and you, you want some good karma, man, I'm telling you, I've set this up so that I have a wishing machine here and every single time you hit the vote button something good and lucky is going to happen to you so if you go to votehauntedashville.com you don't have to sign up for anything or any nonsense or crap like that you go to votehauntedashville.com Asheville has an E A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E go to votehauntedashville.com takes you two seconds you click that blue vote button you can even do it through different browsers and on different devices every day if you can go there and vote it's going to keep my tours in that number one position and this is one of the things that i really want to achieve i would like you know i believe that the haunted Asheville tours that i started 24 years ago are the best ghost tours in the usa uh, no disrespect to all the other great tours that are out there, but I believe our tours are the best. And every and every tourism company needs as much support as it can get right now, uh, for obvious reasons. So please keep it up every single day. Go to votehauntedashville.com, votehauntedashville.com. Keep clicking that blue vote button, please. And on August 24th, I look forward to doing a podcast on or around then when I say, guys, guess what? We did it. All right? We did it. So thank you. Thank you for that. Now, before I wrap up this podcast, I told you already I have a special surprise planned. I I don't know if it's going to pan out exactly. I think it's going to. And you'll be knowing about that either tomorrow or the next day. Additionally, I shot a new video. And I'm going to be posting that soon. And I'm going to tell you how to see the new video. This video is something that, believe it or not, I, I, I mean, like, you'd think that I would have shot this years ago. But it's a video about advanced radionics and advanced wishing machine techniques why you have an input jack and an output jack on some of these machines etc etc and what's funny is that uh, i'm i find that i'm whenever i talk about wishing machines i'm always talking about the basics and i've never really gotten around to talking about the more advanced stuff so last night uh 
I got all my advanced stuff out and I said, hey, Lauren, let's set up the video camera and I'm going to do like a 10 minute video, make it short and easy to watch, uh, where I just explain to everybody and demonstrate for everybody how to take these really weird tools and I've got some I mean this is like show and tell like if you were hanging out with me at my house for a night you would probably see some shit like this I'm going to take out various weird things and plug them into the machine and explain to you why you do that and how you do that and how whatever success you may be having with a wishing machine can be enhanced tremendously and if you have a wishing machine and it's not going well for you hey you need to watch this even more then because maybe you need to take advantage of those plugs it doesn't do you any good to buy you a car if you don't know how to drive it right and that's why education is an important thing so all that and a lot more is coming to you in the next few days i promise you but i'm not going to send you an e-newsletter about it so you have to go to Twitter and follow me at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren. Um, that's the best thing you can do. But if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com, and I hope you will, uh, you can sign up for the free e-newsletter there, and it comes right from my fingers, typos and all and I'll send them out as often as I can. I hope that you'll tell everybody about this podcast. That's important. Tell them to go to joshuapwarren.com. Check out the Curiosity Shop. Weird shit that you're not going to find anywhere else in the world. I promise you. I mean, not all of it, but most of it is very rare stuff that sells out quickly because it's like handmade, custom-made stuff. Also, while you're there at joshuapwarren.com, after you're done clicking around, you go to the curiosity shop, you scroll. By the way, I still have that manifesting pattern at the curiosity shop of joshuapwarren.com for free. You go to joshuapwarren.com, hit, hit curiosity shop, scroll down to the bottom, and you will find a pattern there. And you either look at it and think about what you want, project it into the center, or you print it out and you write it down in the center experiment with it let me know how it goes but regardless while you're there at joshuapwarren.com click the link to this podcast called joshua p warren daily it's always short it's always free it's always commercial free it is uncensored and it is 100 percent independent 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 so please keep supporting me and keep supporting us, our community of Jedis working together all over the world in order to make the world a better place. We're not going to stop. So, that said, I've got some good stuff coming up for you. You know I do. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.